You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 12 minutes after 5 o'clock. In conversation next with Wayne Duvenage, who is the CEO of Auta. The end of the e-tolls is here. Finance Minister Inok Otongwan announcing in his midterm budget speech that the national government will take 70% of Central's debt and Gauteng Province will take 30%. This is on the debt of the Gauteng Freeway Improvement Project. He says that the province will maintain its roads either through toll plazas, new tolls or other investments. Auta has called for the end of e-tolls since they were installed in Gauteng Roads. Um, Wayne, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. I was just explaining to our listeners and sharing with our listeners, I remember covering um, when this whole thing started before the organization was even called Alta. Mm. Um, and one of the first issues that you raised was the issue around um, public participation and meaningful yes. public participation at that. Quite correct. Yes, it goes back Sometime, I think when we saw the gantries going up and the question started flowing, uh, it was business through Savrola, the South Vehicle Renting and Leasing Association, which I was chairing at the time, mm. started asking questions around, you know, uh, how is the system going to work? Why is it that fleet owners and society at large doesn't understand and know about the scheme? Where was the public consultation? And it wasn't before long, throughout 2011, that we were starting to engage with Sanral to find out how this mechanism was going to impact on business and society that we could see. It was uh, born in sin. It was, it was uh, you know, they were trying to hide a lot of the stuff that should have happened. And, uh, and lo and behold, Arta was formed out of uh, a need to challenge this first in court mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then through a civil disobedience campaign. And 10 years later, 11 years later, here we stand. Uh, and I think this has been hopefully a big lesson to government. You know, you do not go down this road of complex, expensive and irrational schemes without the buy-in of the people. And the scheme, our research shows, similar schemes like this have failed around the world for those exact reasons. But more so in South Africa, it relied on an accurate native system, a vehicle registry system. It relied on an efficient postal system. Every box they couldn't pick. And so it was always doomed, and we had to fight this through the civil disobedience campaign. So yeah. this is a big win for society. And what lessons are there for society in this as well when we speak about active citizenry? Well, it is about standing strong. You know, don't fall for the threats. Um, it is also about uh, civil society organizations need to take up the baton. And there was, there was a lot of uh, that missing, which is why ARSA needed to be formed. Uh, it was being driven through a political football. So DA at the time, Kasatu, was trying to do something on it. But there was a lack of clarity and cohesion, which is why we said we need to form this organization that gives clarity to society on what their rights are and how to stand strong on this matter. And we will win in time. And that's exactly what has happened. But sadly, business was missing in action largely. They capitulated. They stopped funding the ARTA scheme after agreeing to fund it. Um, they lent, the government lent on them. Um, and I think one of the themes in our messages for the last decade has been a call for business to start using its strength to stand up to government, but they continue to fear. They continue not to do so because uh, of a number of factors, and we understand them. Uh, and I think now, you know, going forward, it's time for business to be part of the solutions for this country beyond 2024's elections that are coming. Mm-hmm. We, we've got a lot to do.
I remember also some of the lessons that we learned out of that when it comes to, for instance, um, the the fines that would be sent to um, to motorists and um, legally what um, form that should be coming in as well. Yeah, look, I mean, <laughs> you remember at the time when they launched in 2013 and into 2014, Sanral launched a very coercive uh, and threatening campaign. And it was along the lines of you're going to get fined, you're going to have your licenses withheld, both driver's license and vehicle licenses will not be renewed. You will get bad credit ratings and blacklistings. Mm-hmm. Uh, or oh, the list went on and on. Default judgments would come your way. And we had to back all of those off by showing them that they couldn't introduce those laws. Uh, well, the law uh, ref- refused to allow them to do so and make those statements. But again, it was about about using social media, about uh, being responsive to the media when they called for responses to Sanra's statements. And that's what Arta took up the uh, baton on. We need to empower citizens with their rights. And they stood strong because... I think we made it very, very clear all the time, right down to the fact that when Sanwell started summonsing, and they did carry out those threats, we said we will defend every single summons in court. Mm. Uh, taking a leaf out of the Group Areas Act, of which Gilbert Marcus, our senior counsel at the time, who ran those Group Areas Act cases, told us this is how we fight this, case by case until we win, and set the precedent for the rest of society. And we, and we went to court uh, with Sanwell on two, uh, over 2,000 cases. Uh, pulled out of. Uh, and so good lessons from the past. This is civil society standing together. Good, peaceful civil disobedience pays mm. off. Was there ever conviction? Never, not one. Uh, they mm. tried to. They got a default judgment against one person. We made them uh, reverse that in court. Uh, but they tried to get default judgments through issuing thousands of summonses. And we had to go through a campaign of alerting the public to don't ignore the summonses. You can ignore the final demands, but when you get a summons, this is the process. We put it out on our website, follow it. You can do it on your own, or Arta will assist you. And there was not one uh, default judgment after that and not one uh, summons uh, saw its way through the court process. Thank you so much for your time. Wayne Duvenich, um, Arta CEO, on the announcement that has been made by the Minister of Finance in his midterm budget speech that 70% of Central's debt incurred through the Gauteng Freeway Improvement Project will be covered by the national government and 30% will be covered by the Gauteng government. We'll be speaking to the Premier of Gauteng in the next few moments, Banyaza Lusufi.